our goal is to win the American Conference. If we don't win that, that won't be a successful season. This man will go to war for his players. He's going to go find the most uh, battered and broken down young man, and he's going to help build him back up. Wherever he goes out, like, I'll go. Like, people understand he's a winner. It's that simple. Everybody's still stuck on what last year was on. However, it's like you guys need to pay attention. Here we go! They feel like it's us against the world. And nobody thinks we're going to be any good. They are resolute in this one thing. They, they do not want to play on a losing foot. So get ready for the rock. Because you're going to love it. Welcome to Charlotte Football Mining for Greatness, presented by Raven Media. I'm your host, Travis Hancock. I'm the bone of the Mac and Bone Show. Weekday mornings on WFNZ, 6 to 10 a.m. Our show loves college football, and there hasn't been a lot of love for what Charlotte has done the last couple years, but that's all expected to change this season because of the job that head coach Biff Pogey is going to do with these Niners. This show is all about the journey of taking a team near the bottom and turning them into a powerhouse. And joining us right now, kind enough on an extremely busy week for the Niner football program, head coach Biff Pogey. Biff, your speech in the beginning of episode one, I thought was completely captivating about healing the broken. And that message, I think, resonates with so many of us. Where does that side of you come from, your ability to heal those that are broken? Where does that come from? Well, I lived it, right? I was a, I was a really messed up kid, and uh, you know, good, good family, good parents, uh, but I was just, um, I was a very anxious kid and afraid to fail, afraid to succeed, and always getting in trouble, you know, um, just a real problem. And what happened is people just counted me out, you know. It started by being that I was a troublemaker, and then it was, you know. I wasn't very intelligent then, you know, I couldn't be trusted and all those kind of things. And I got, I got a chance, I got a million chances, but I got the chance that worked. And then, so that, that's kind of what, what's set me on the path I've been on. When I was watching, I was thinking, are they going to, are they going to go through some of your past? And you mentioned in there, coach Finney, a guy you were growing up that had so much impact on who you became can you elaborate a little more on Coach Finney, who he was, and what he meant to you to get to this stage? Yeah, he he was a Baltimore icon. You know, like he was an All American football player at Princeton back when they played real football, and um, and um, he uh, you know they went to the Cotton Bowl, and so I mean it was it was real football. He was drafted by the Steelers. Uh, was an All-American lacrosse player, uh, was a captain of the wrestling team. He was the headmaster of the best school in Baltimore, Gilman, most exclusive school. And he took a chance on me. And, and you know, like like I lived with him and his family for uh, six weeks a year, three weeks around exams at the semester and at the end of the year. And And look, I mean, he had to, he had to, break a lot of rules to get me into the school because I didn't pass the test. I can tell you that. And, and then he had to fight a lot of battles with people that were his colleagues to keep me there. And, um, and, but he changed my life and, and, you know, 
it, and it and it's meant a tremendous amount to me. And 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 uh, you know, and I, I've I've paid that school back for sure. And you mentioned the term "pay it forward" in reference to Finney to what you're doing now. One of those guys is nose tackle John Wallace, who's chronicled uh, Big Wall. I think they call him in this uh, episode. Coach Biff calls me. He's like, "Well, I got the job." I'm like, "Congratulations, Coach! I'm happy for you." And then he goes, "Yeah, you're gonna come play for me." I'm like, uh, "Coach, I'm kind of I'm kind of done with football, you know." He said. <laughs> Well, football's not done with you. We got his side of the phone call. But from your perspective, when you got this opportunity for you to make those calls to guy to guys like Big Wall, what did that mean for you to finally make that call and say, say, let's ride here? Well, you know, I want to do give opportunities to kids that that had played for me that that it didn't work out for, right? And yeah. You know, Big Wall is from a situation where it, it's, you know, it's not an easy situation where he's come from, you know, incarcerated father, um, you know, grandmother and mother doing a great job, but it's a lot. Right. And um, and he uh, went to junior college and just couldn't do it. Um, it just didn't work for him. And so he's working on the floor of this pretzel factory. And I called him and he said, um, I'm, I'm, I'm done with football. And I said, well, football's not done with you because we got to get you squared away and get you a degree and get you where you're able to take care of yourself and the people in your life that you care, you know, with an education. And, uh, and so he came down and he's, he is his first semester here. He had a 2.5 GPA working really, really hard. He's lost a bunch of weight. And uh, he's going to play a lot on Saturday. Coach, how special of a week is this for the program? It's almost like sort of scripted in a way, right? The docuseries Mining for Greatness debuts. And then because of the TV rights now, you're on in primetime NBC against all teams, Maryland, where so many guys with the program came from. It's almost like one of those meant to be that you were going to be on primetime week two, NBC, Todd Blackledge has the call. That's a hell of a week for the Niner football program. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I look at it like God has a plan for everything. And even, even if we yeah. tried to uh, bulldoze this thing, we couldn't have gotten this, you know, even if we tried to muscle this through, I mean, you know, Todd's an old friend. We actually played against each other in college. He's Penn state. I was pit. The fact that he's now at NBC, he was a longtime guy at, at ABC, ESPN. The fact that he's there now, the fact that NBC has the feature Big Ten game, the fact that it's Maryland, the fact that it's Charlotte, it just, it all, you can't, you can't make this stuff up. So it's a really, it's going to be a really cool thing. And the other thing is like, you know, like the head coach there at Maryland, Mike Loxley, I, I coached his son, uh, Kai, at Gilman. And uh, he was quarterback for me. And so I've known Mike a really long time. I know his wife, Kia. And Mike's like a really good friend of mine. It's just, it's just, and I know so many kids on the team there. And Mike knows so many kids on our team. It's like, it's wild. A couple more questions, Coach. We'll get you on your way to prepare for that game. I know you're, you're extremely busy right now. One of our questions on our radio show in the morning, kind of a silly question for you. We're, we're really into your your game day wardrobe, the, the cutoff shirts that they're now selling at the bookstores here. The question we get a lot from Niner fans and our listeners is, is there a weather cutoff for the uh, 
for the shirts? Do you, do you wear them throughout the season? Does it get cold and you change it up? When do you when do you adjust out of the cutoffs? Or is it just full cutoff, full go? No, it's full cutoff, full go. Never get out. Oh man, I I, I, I will say I will say that our uh, you know I've I've gotten a little. The fans seem to love it. The players love it. We're getting national attention <laughs> like crazy. There are some folks here that don't absolutely love it. So I was thinking about this week traveling on the plane and my outfit, but just putting a green blazer over the cutoff. <laughs> short and short. Then they'll probably sell green blazers that go with the exactly. cutoff. Exactly right. Right. One, yeah. one more question about this episode, and we're going to talk about this on our show a lot tomorrow morning on WFNZ is – I was just absolutely captivated when all of a sudden in the episode, Weapon X, Brian Dawkins appears for the pregame speech. There was no like lead up to that. I I I played that this morning to wake me up. I ran through walls, coach, this morning. I want to play football because of that. He was unbelievable. That's gonna go all types of viral. That was insane. Where where did he come from, coach? All of a sudden, I'm like, oh my God, Brian Dawkins is here. Is that a pass with that you have with them? Where did where did Weapon X come from in this episode? Actually, um, Brian is friends with the guys that run the United States Olympic Performance Center, which is on okay. campus here. And Ike Belt called him and uh, then said to me, would you like Brian Dawkins to give the pregame? I was like, yeah, I, w I would. <laughs> and he was, first of all, he was electrifying. Oh. The intensity was insane. And I looked at him, I said, do you have any eligibility left? Because he's jacked out of his mind. He could still play that cat. So, it was it was awesome for our kids to have that. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us. We're excited to be part of the of Mining for Greatness. This is just episode one presented by Raven Media. So much more to go. I know it's a crazy time for you. Thanks for taking a few minutes. We're pulling for you against the Terps NBC Saturday night. Thanks, Coach. Thank you very much. This this great journey that we're going to be on all season long on Mining for Greatness presented by Raven Media. Raven Media, my guy right here, David Raven. Welcome into the podcast, man, and and thanks for all you're doing to make this possible. What 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 has drawn you to be involved in this Niner program and with Mining for Greatness right now? Actually, you know, it started because I was involved in the School of Architecture, and I uh, was giving them money, and somehow, some way, uh, suddenly, um, with Biff uh, meeting him and welcoming him to Charlotte because we had a Michigan connection. Okay. Um, Very nice. So, you know, little by little, he, uh, oh, I offered, I offered, I said, what can I do to help you? Yeah. Um, around here. And um, he said, you know, I don't know a lot, um, but I have various questions. And so we meet periodically. I meet with the players, some of the recruits that he brings in, and it's just evolved. How, how special is Biff? Because there's the football coach side. But there's also, like you are, there's that successful business side. This is a rare combo of a head football coach that has this whole other business side. That's got to be something that we hardly ever see, right? Maybe a couple times. I know the former Coastal Carolina coach was like that, but this is a this is a different this is a different breed, isn't it, for this combination? He it is, and he you know he speaks business terms, but he doesn't dress yes like a businessman. He doesn't. Um, act yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a businessman if you go in his office now the thing he was most excited about was this huge humidor that he has on, oh, his, okay. on his desk yeah so um he he definitely has the history and can talk about it but he's 
he's just a unique character. I mean, it, it he's yes, he's a one man show. How how important? Well, first of all, I was reading. I want to say I was reading a article in the Charlotte Business Journal by Eric Spanberg that was about you and Biff. That was pretty cool, right? And then I started to think, man, these guys. You know, let's, let's be honest here. We're honest on the Mining for Greatness podcast. There's a lot of there's a lot of money involved there. When you guys go out to dinner, and hopefully I can get that invite here at some point too. <laughs> Uh, as men that are, that are well off here, who's uh, who's uh, who's paying that bill at the the fancy place? Unless Biff doesn't go to fancy places, I don't know. That's a, that's another question there. You know, that's good. Just because you asked me that, now I had to think about it. He's a great businessman because I always pay. <laughs> like to get into a next invite, please, if you don't mind. Uh, how important is it not only to chronicle for Charlotte and and the school that you love and, and been here working here in the other departments? How important is it though to not only chronicle Biff's journey? But there's so many player journeys that are unique, and a lot of guys that have come back to Biff from pre, the pre either high school or, or mission, whatever it is, it's going to be a pretty special show because Biff's the headliner. He's on the marquee, but a guy like Jalen Jones I thought was incredible in the episode. We saw John Wallace, his story. There are so many stories here to be told. That's got to be a meaningful thing here as well, right? I'm hoping throughout the series we can get more into some of the players. I mean, beyond just the St. Francis, yeah. you have a lot of great storylines. Um, Icky's um, twin. Uh, there's, I meet a bunch of the kids. Uh, some of them have played on the old team. Some of them are transfers. They've already graduated looking for one last chance. I mean, there is a story about each one of those kids. And I, I hope we can touch on a lot of them. I think it's, it's really interesting. David, as far as the team itself goes, 1-0, not the best start the other day in terms of the offense, but they get a win nonetheless, which matters. What was your takeaway from seeing the team itself against South Carolina State? So I was on the field, and uh, South Carolina kicked a field goal, which was the first points, and I'll admit I was getting a little nervous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, what was going to happen the rest of the game, our defense was smothering them from the start. We were just slow to get the offense going. I think they uh, moved around some personnel, got the running game going. But, uh, you know, then they started to click. But there was there was some uneasiness in the stadium, I felt like, of a, uh-oh, uh, is this deja vu? But then they really started going, celebrations on the sideline. Uh, the energy really was picking up. Uh, it was... It was great. And once they started to score, they kept running with it and finished the game. As you can imagine, on our show each morning on the radio, it, the intersection of business and sports, it's really become unavoidable in terms of college athletics right now. So, you know, Biff, Biff talked on our station about needing help and, and wanting all the help he can get for his program. How, busy, how big is it going to be for the people of Charlotte, the fellow business leaders, to really get an inside look here to not just hear something of Biff that's a soundbite. But, man, when you watch him connect to these players, that's got to be a, a huge deal when people can actually witness it for themselves. The thing about calling your mom, he goes to every player and says, make sure you call your mom. That, to me, right there, if you were a, a business person and you're like, eh, I don't really know. I don't, that, you watch this show and, you know, you're, 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 you're investing in, in this program. So I actually think that – brought us closer together because I think Biff would admit he was surprised by the people that said, I'm interested, but I went to a different undergrad school. Um, you know, that's where a lot of my um, resources would go. And I think Biff was surprised by that. So that actually brought us 
closer together. That's the reason you see Raven, Raven Media, the empire that it is, supporting this thing. I, it, it was a little bit of a surprise that a lot of people didn't get behind him. Um, so I'm really hopeful that the series is successful, but more importantly, the team is successful, and that people start to, let's be honest, I mean, they're going to get behind a winning team. Uh, yeah. We know that. Um, so I'm hopeful that that starts to bring some people in that um, had otherwise passed on supporting uh, the program, including alumni right. that may have been a little disenfranchised over some of the seasons. So I'm hoping that with the support, uh, we start to see that come in through Biff, the series, and how they play on the field. Well, your support's going along. Well, we hope that others follow in that after seeing the series, seeing the team play, win more games. Uh, he's David Raven, executive producer of Mining for Greatness. Thanks for all you're doing. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks for allowing me to, uh, to host. We appreciate it, man. And we'll, uh, we'll be watching and thankful for you for all you're doing, Raven Media. Thank you. Thank you. That's all for this episode. We will see you next week for episode two of the Mining for Greatness podcast presented by Raven Media.